Nesbitt, the, the uh, president of that bank, and we appreciate them so much. I'm looking right now at all the locations around. And, of course, you can go over there and go on the website, cnbwaco.com. That's cnbwaco.com, and you can find out more. Uh, again, as we're getting the economy going again, this is a bank that's growing and bringing on more people right now. So check out the website. You can check out some of the job opportunities over there at cnbwaco.com, Central National Bank. All right, it is uh, another week of uh, Mosley. It's another week of realignment. And Aaron Sexton, it's uh, it's happened. It uh, became official earlier today that Texas and OU – uh, they, I mean, I know you wanted to join this show and you wanted to come on and be able, we could have some fun and talk some sports in our first story. The minute you join us, Aaron, you've returned to radio the conference has blown up. The big 12 is no more. And they're trying to put on a brave face right now. We'll see if they can rally and what they can do. But, um, if you're just joining us. You've probably been listening to, to John Morris. John Morris shows every day, 2 to 3. Then Mosley, of course, we start up Matt Mosley's show. We start up 3 to 4. And, uh, Aaron, it's uh, it's really with heavy hearts today. We knew it was coming. There was a conference call yesterday that uh, they, they tried to – and I, I heard some people think, well, maybe, maybe they'll make some offers, and Texas and Oklahoma aren't quite gone yet. Today they gave the notice, and they put it out there, and um, – I did like it on the Texas letterhead, of course. It was a joint announcement. When Texas put it out, uh, Aaron, they put uh, UT first, of course. And when OU did it, they put OU first on their letterhead. But it was a joint statement, and they both are. And they made it clear that they're, they're going to try to honor their, their grant rights, and uh, which go all the way through. I believe it is 2025. That's a bunch of poppycock. <laughs> that was actually going to be my question to you. Do you really yeah. believe that? <laughs> no. No. Um, you know, what the Longhorns and Sooners are hoping is that the Big 12 will effectively kind of fall apart and all the schools will go elsewhere and that it won't really be required to pay the huge exit fee. There are penalties. The grant rights agreement means that each school, and they've signed this through 2024, if you try to break the agreement, you have to owe about $75 million. $75 million. That's train riding money right there. That's the real deal. Uh, we all know how contracts work and that probably there would be a settlement and they wouldn't probably have to pay the whole $75 million. But if the whole thing, sort of the conference goes away, it's just hard to hold their feet to the fire. And I'll say this, this is the worst time to have one of these kind of bureaucrats running, you know, as a commissioner. Bob Bowlesby's great at running like an NCAA subcommittee. If you need something done for the, United, you know, the Olympics or the IOC, if you need a good committee run, this man loves to serve on a committee. But if you've got a conference in chaos and you need somebody fleet-footed, you need somebody agile to throw something together in a heartbeat, he's not your man. He's not your man. He's a good subcommittee. So, Aaron, 
I've been, you know, I, I, I didn't like how he handled. I mean, think about this. Think about what Texas, and I, again, I, I don't even, I'm not even really mad at my Longhorn buddies. It's just the bottom line is this is, this is a conference that has done everything around UT. They've served them well. The both commissioners, both the last couple of commissioners, you had BB, then you had Chuck Ninus in the interim, and and now you've had Bob Bowlesby. They've served the University, University of Texas well, but you always have to be prepared for the Longhorns to leave you high and dry. They were always going to go, and so what Bob Bowlesby and the Big Twelve tried to say is, "Hey, Bob," or they said they said basically, "Hey, UT, why don't you and, and OU sign like a five year extension?" And we'll take this thing to 2030. What they did is they went out shopping to see if the networks might do a deal early. And the networks said, nah, nah, we're good. We're good. We're going to sit tight. And now they, you see what happens. And you have an SEC forming a super conference. We knew super conferences were on the way. It makes sense that SEC is going to be the first one to do it. And Aaron, now there are rumors of could the Big Ten could the Big Ten uh, start poaching like Pac-12 schools. All of this stuff is on the table. It could happen. I was uh, I did a podcast with uh, Colin Cowherd yesterday, and that was one of the nuggets he shared with me, is that rumors abound about the uh, Big Ten possibly reaching out to USC. USC, the mighty USC Trojans of the Pac-12, you say, what about the Rose Bowl? What about all those years? What about? Well, every bit of all of this is thrown out the window. All of these years of great rivalries and what we've talked about, it doesn't seem to matter anymore. It's all about the almighty dollar. And Texas and OU saw, and OU was probably sitting there, mind its own business, having a nice time in the Big 12, winning it every year. And big, bad Texas called them and said, hey, what if we explored maybe go over the SEC? You know what the SEC said? Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. Just don't tell the Aggies we're talking. Don't say anything to these Aggies because they'll get mad. You know, they're supposed to be the only Texas school in it. And now the Aggies are changing their tune. They know it looked weak the other day when their AD said, no, we don't want to be the only school in Texas. So they're now changing their tune. There's a meeting today on campus. But I don't don't think much will come out of that. Uh, Folks have uh, surrounded the Capitol. They've been inundated with calls. They've been talking to the governor. Governor, save us. Save us. This, hey, this is Texas Tech on the line. Hey, this is Baylor. This is Baylor. We, we do a lot for this state. We are, we are all TCU's calling them, TCU graduates. Help us, Governor. Step in and do something. Aaron, guess where the governor of our state holds his undergraduate degree from? The University of Texas. There you go. Get your <laughs> horns up. I did like that somebody had a pretty good joke today. They they said once the Big Twelve you know put out its statement they said uh, they said they think horns down is acceptable again this season. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, I think people will be able to do that again. The Big Twelve statement that went out, Aaron, have you had a chance to digest that one? This was. Um, this was kind of a uh, this was a Bob Bowlesby special. 
hey, we're disappointed, but we're going to take these next four years and figure out what's next, and, and we're going to be a stronger conference. How do you have four more years? Who makes you think you have four years? I mean, this is some kind of thing that you do for the legal aspect of this, but um, Aaron, I'll read that thing maybe in the 320 segment. We are going to have Brian Davis, Austin American Statesman. He's been in the middle of all this, covering this thing from the Longhorn standpoint. This is a mess. And um, OU and Texas have left the Big 12. But, Aaron, I would say that Bob Bowlesby Big 12 statement today did not do a whole lot for me. Let me call that up real quick here, and I'll do a, a dramatic reading of that. All right, and uh, I like that. My, uh, I'm getting a lot of – this is one way, Aaron. It, I haven't heard from a lot of these fraternity brothers in a long time. Just have realignment. You know, and then, and then they all want the inside scoop. Mosley, tell us what's going to happen. What's going to happen to the Big 12? Well, I mean, I'll let you all know when I know. You know what I wanted to tell them, Aaron, is just listen to the show. <laughs> That's Listen exactly to the right. Matt Mosley show. Yeah. With Aaron Sexton. Okay. Um, Aaron, did you know Sexton's the name of like a famous former uh, University of Texas quarterback? No, no, no. No, let me think about this. Now, Sexton. Well, there was a Sexton, wasn't there? It's also, by the way, Sexton's the name, Aaron, of, uh, of a huge power agent, Jimmy Sexton's one of the most powerful agents in all the college and pro sports. Did you realize that? I am aware. Not related, but I am aware of him. I actually have a first cousin named Jimmy Sexton. He was a backup shortstop for the Astros briefly, 79 and 80. He also played for Oakland uh, for a year, but they are not the same person. Okay. I think you should claim the Jimmy <laughs> Sexton that is the super agent, all right, and see see where that gets you. Okay, here's that big. St- that, here's the big statement from the Big Twelve Conference. And by the way, at three at three, I may need to hit the. Uh, Aaron, don't hit it yet. We will need the breaking news sounder. I want to just put you on notice. So, try to find it there on the board. The breaking news sounder. I've got some breaking news, some NFL news to share. Uh, coming up here in a minute. This is a Fox no. 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist no, Mike Lapointe. Mostly clear. That's not sorry. That's, not, that's the. That is the wrong button I That's hit. Okay. I was trying well, to. No, I don't. No, I didn't want you to play it yet. I no, no, no. I was trying to. Weather. Actually, trying to just listen. getting ready for it. Okay. I was trying to listen okay. to it myself, and I hit the wrong <laughs> button. Just... Did everybody hear that, or just me? No, did no. The whole, everybody, did, oh. the whole world heard my mistake. That's okay. That's okay, Aaron. I, I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to give you until tomorrow at four o'clock to get all the mistakes out of your system. And then after tomorrow, you're not allowed to make any more mistakes, okay? Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Um, here's, the, here's the Big 12 statement. Today, the Big 12 Conference received notice from University of Oklahoma president, uh, University of Texas president, that their universities do not intend to extend their grant of rights with the current. Although our eight members are disappointed with the decisions of these two institutions, we recognize intercollegiate athletics is experiencing rapid change and will most likely look much different in 2025 and it does currently the big 12 conference will continue to support our member institutions efforts to graduate student athletes compete for big 12 and ncaa championships like many others we will use the next four years to fully assess what the landscape will look like in 2025 and beyond the remaining eight institutions will work together in a collaborative manner 
to thoughtfully and strategically position the Big 12 Conference for continued success, both athletically and academically, long into the future. Here's what the presidents should do. The presidents of the eight schools should be on a call right now, and they should say, with all due respect, we appreciate you, Bob. We appreciate the work you've done. And I, and I mean this. I like Bob Bowlesby. I, I mean, I think there's some good things that he's done. I think he's respected in a lot of ways across the country. But in this instance, you know, he just got completely blindsided. They were not ready. And fair or not, it's time to move on. People say, well, Matt, that'll look chaotic. You throw him overboard. Well, I don't know. If you had the right leader in mind, it may not look as chaotic as you think. (laughs) If you had somebody in mind, I'm talking like a Wall Street Raider type. I'm talking about about cutthroat, somebody that's ready to fight, somebody that's ready to get in there. Bob's not ready to go poach. They had they 2,000-whatever year that was. You remember that dog and pony realignment show? Hey, let's have everybody come show off. Make your presentations. Oh, hello. Welcome, Houston. Welcome, SMU. Oh, UConn. How are you guys doing? Hello, BYU. And then we sent them all packing. Y'all going home. We, didn't, we were just kidding. We didn't want any realignment. We didn't want to expand. We were just kidding with you guys. So, the lack of being proactive. Now, could Texas have done this anyway, even if Bob was very proactive? You bet. But that's, it. you know, life's not fair. So uh, you need new leadership. If the Big 12 is to survive, the man who was duped by the Longhorns and the Sooners should go packing. He's got to be sent packing. And I like Bob. He's been on this very show. We've actually had a pretty good relationship over the years. But it's time to move on. I mean, if the, when this kind of thing happens, you can't just, like, stay with the same. I mean, he got embarrassed. They got clowned on. All right? So it's time to move on. When do you move on? Well, I don't know exactly. I mean, I part of me says do it today. Do it today. Uh, but you have to have a plan in place. You have to have something in place. I mean, for Baylor right now, uh, as much as I would love to try to bond with everybody and tech and TCU and everybody, what you have to be doing is trying to see if there's any way to keep the, the eight together. But at the same time, you have to be exploring all these relationships. Is, does the Pac-12 want to expand? Does the, I mean, the good news is, um, <clears throat> Aaron, is I, I've kind of been peeking around at this George Klyovkov, Klyovkov, or however we say it. He is the uh, he's the new guy. <clears throat> he's got an interesting background. He came from like MGM, big Vegas guy. He, he was with that uh, Sabermetrics or that MLB BAM thing that sold for about six hundred million. That's a uh, that's a baseball analytics group. I, I mean, it's a it's a fascinating story. This guy's background, but he's kind of an outside the box thinker, and he's been on the job for like two months, and now he's got to decide. Um, it's sink or swim time. Do we load up and go get some teams in the Pac-12? All these conferences have to solidify themselves and to look powerful. You know what the AAC ought to be doing, Aaron? The American Athletic Conference, full of the SMUs and in Houston's and Cincinnati's and all the Navy, whoever that is, they they ought to be loaded up right now. Tulsa, Tulane, I mean, whatever. Um, they ought to be loading up, trying to poach Baylor. Who are the most attractive schools that are left of the leftovers? Well, Kansas 
basketball, but Kansas is a better fit probably uh, with the Big Ten, maybe like Kansas. Iowa State seems to be a better fit. They could go into the Big Ten with Iowa. That makes sense. Um, but the Bears, the Bears have to find allegiances right now. And um, who is interested? I think Baylor's a great brand. I think Baylor has great facilities. I think we – I mean, I love us. I, I just – I don't know if nationally they think of us like that. I mean, I think people in this part of the country kind of understand that they've done some really unique things. We won a national title in basketball. I don't know how much weight that holds. I want it to hold a lot of weight. I mean, I think we should be uh, – our friends right now, Duke – um, Coach K has become a close friend from uh, with Scott Drew. Scott Drew's got to flex his national championship muscles right now. It's got to be, hey, uh, you know, I mean, we may even have to go talk to our old friend. I mean, I, I, I mean, they're they're just people. All I'm, I'm now all kinds of names are crossing my mind. But the ACC for basketball makes the most sense, and maybe for football, but it's. Um, it, right now, it is a time of chaos, and uh, we will continue to monitor this thing. All right, it is. Um, we will. We gotta. We gotta take a quick break, and we've got some NFL breaking news for you. NFL breaking news, and it's just happened within the past 10, 15 minutes. We'll tell you what that is, and then give you an opportunity if you want to sound off. If you have an idea for what Baylor should do. If you're mad at UT or you're excited, you may be a Longhorn who cannot wait to be reunited with the Aggies. Maybe you're the Aggie and, and you're kind of excited about UT and OU coming. Hey, call us. Sound off. 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. This is a safe environment for you. All right? It's a safe space. That's all next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very warm with low temperatures falling to 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. There is a 20% chance of a shower in the afternoon, a high of 99 with a heat index of 104. And on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower and a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. Mm-hmm. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor. <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, in the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, one of the hottest months of the year in Texas. So Alan Samuels is turning up the heat, making the hottest deals around. A new lineup of Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, and Fiat's Ram Spotlight Days. Ram's a three-peat motor trend truck of the year, back to back to back. Ram trucks are the top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. Come check out the great-looking, always reliable, built to haul. It's just the truck that gives you everything you need. 2021 Ram trucks. 
It's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. The Jeep Freedom Days are going on now. Jeep, see the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep's built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenging off-road trails or city roads on your next great adventure. I got that Grand Cherokee Laredo. Love it. Love it. Can get through anything in that uh, Grand Cherokee and enjoy it all the time. Good-looking vehicle. Uh, you can get involved in one of those Jeep Cherokees yourself. All right, located 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. It is your friend in the car business. Businesses that don't advertise are like fishermen who randomly drop a hook in the river, hoping for a fish to pass by. Eminem Broadcasters is the lure to bring the customers to you. Seven different radio stations, each reaching a unique audience of potential customers. Your customers. Advertise today. Email to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weicher with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Oklahoma and Texas officially notified the Big 12 this morning that they will not renew their grants of media rights following the expiration in 2025, according to a joint statement released by both schools. The Houston Texans have initially insisted they would not trade Deshaun Watson, shifted their stance on the quarterback's trade availability earlier this offseason, and have been willing to field offers from interested teams. Currently, the U.S. is in second in the medal count. China leads with 18, the U.S. has 14, and Japan with 13. The Olympics continue today with medal rounds in swimming, shooting, and women's triathlon. Texas Rangers are on their longest losing streak since 1982, 12 straight, and have a much-needed day off before hosting the Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton here with me, the uh, the cousin of Jimmy Sexton, the super agent out there. And Aaron's doing a nice job. <laughs> He's jumped right in the middle of this thing. He has arrived. Aaron, This there was a time when kind of the start of training camp, you know, there was a little bit of a lull time in July, post-All-Star break, baseball. They're getting ready to sprint to the finish. And uh, you just entered the fire, though. Realignment. <laughs> it brings back some painful memories for me. The other day I was kind of hoping all this was just kind of talk because at one point there was a bunch of realignment talk, then A&M stayed, and the next year they actually did leave. But then Texas wanted the Longhorn Network, so they stayed. So Texas got everything they wanted. Uh, out of the Big 12, and they still aren't happy, and they want to leave, and OU and Texas will go and be a part of the SEC. They made it official today. Now, again, the SEC has to vote them in. Could A&M turn some votes? Probably not. I mean, there's enough people that, 
they have their eyes on the next huge TV contract and the thought that uh, with Texas and OU, they can ask for more money. It'll be more money for everybody in the conference. So it just does not look like it's going to work out. And um, it is a uh, it's a sad day. I mean, the, the, the rest of the conference is just kind of sitting there wondering. If you want to weigh in on this, uh, Aaron is standing by. He's a great guy. You ought to you visit with him for a minute when you call in. Ask him, ask him where he went to high school. It's an interesting story. He went, started out Waco, then boy transferred. He jumped in the transfer portal uh, <laughs> because he was a big cross country guy. And Robinson said, "We need this guy. Covers a lot of ground uh, in cross country." Weren't you the cross country? It was EP who basically claimed to be one of the fastest white guys in the history of uh, Ennis, Texas. That's Ellis County. Um, you said, Aaron, you were more of a cross-country, long-distance type, right? Yeah, I was, uh, like I said, I was I was so slow during football practice, uh, I ran with the linemen, and I was not very big. I was about 5'7", 130. So you would think I would be fleet of foot, but I was not. Well, you they put you in the big boy relay, even though you are about 130. Yes. I mean, Aaron, have you put on some weight over the years, or are you still kind of a, a slight character? I mean, are you... Are you five seven, five eight, at least one sixty now, kind of in wrestling weight, or are you still down in that one forty range? I got up to funny you should say that. I uh, during uh, the lockdown and uh, staying home a lot, I got up to about one eighty, which okay. to me is big. I kind of had a double chin and a, a oh, gut, oh, so I decided oh. I didn't like that, and so I've been exercising and and. Uh, Changed my diet, and I'm down to about 155, which is about about where I like. Congratulations. Good for you. Don't let this radio schedule ruin you. You've you've been telling me offline about, like, some of your hours. It worries me a little bit. I I think you can make the mistake of putting too much prep into this this job you're doing. I think you always want to err on not, you know, you want to err on the side of not putting up putting in as much prep so get some rest okay and keep working out because the media jobs can sometimes really not help the diet all right Aaron um if you can locate the breaking news sounder now would be the time all right um breaking news in the NFL world this coming down right at the start of our show today um the the Green Bay Packers are now offering concessions to try to convince Aaron Rodgers to return to Green Bay for at least one more season per league sources. This is from Adam Schefter at ESPN. Over the past weekend, apparently the two sides able to reach mutually agreed-upon terms that are close to convincing Rodgers to abandon plans he had to skip training camp and instead return for it. Uh, he hasn't left California yet, but the thought is that he will. The agreement in principle would include an approximation of the following conditions. All right, I'll read some of these to you, but the thing you should know is there's a chance that Aaron, if he wants to leave after this coming season, they would make that possible for him. They're going to void the contract language in 2023 season. All right, so if he this would set up a bridge where – he could get this final season. He could get some of the things he's been looking for. And I think one of the things he's looking for doesn't even include money. It's just more of respect. All right, that's all we want, Aaron. 
just walk down the hall and tell them, <laughs> tell them you want a little respect. Aaron, I'll get that number to you at the break. Don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, we, we've got, by the way, Brian Davis is going to call us, or we'll be talking to Brian Davis from the Austin American Statesman. That's going to happen at 340 today. He's been on a lot of this news, and so we'll be able to do that, and uh, we'll do that at 340. But this Aaron Rodgers, some of these concessions are really interesting. Um, there'll be mechanisms put in place to address Rodgers' issues with the team. What are those issues? Well, he didn't really like that they were not talking to him. They're going to review the situation after the season implies that the team will, uh, after the season, the Packers, I think, will be more open to trying to trade him if he doesn't feel like the culture has changed during the season. So it's kind of like, I'm going to come back, I'm going to play this season, but if things don't change, you know, you're going to have to trade me after this next season. Um, the two sides continuously have met in person through the offseason. That's talking about his agent in Green Bay. Uh, and he's been there to have extensive meetings with the Packers. And they've been having these talks with the president, Mark Murphy, and general manager, Brian uh, Gutekunst. And um, so that's really, that's really interesting. The Packers said today, we have been working tirelessly with Aaron and his reps to resolve the issues he raised this offseason and remain hopeful for a positive outcome. It feels like the positive outcome has arrived. And what I like about this story, too, Aaron, is, uh, boy, lots of dominoes here. Because the late, the other domino is that with, with Aaron Rodgers expected to return to Green Bay, while giving the Packers more cap room, Devontae Adams now is willing to listen to any contract discussions the team would like to have. So all these, uh, everything is starting to come together. Green Bay has made some of the concessions that he wants. So I think what happens is because the Packers are at least putting it out there that we're doing all these things that Aaron wants, Aaron can kind of save face and come on back to camp. And and everybody can have their kumbaya moment and get back to camp, and they can pursue another Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron, I, I've talked about this before. I, I People bag on Aaron Rodgers because he doesn't – I mean, he keeps losing in the NFC title game. I mean, think about how – like, if Dak Prescott even made it to an NFC title game, think about what it would be like for the Cowboys. It would change everything. If they even got back to an NFC title game, it really would. People say, well, no, mo mostly. What about those three Super Bowls? Man, that was so long ago. Most of these, I mean, anybody like 35 and under has no memory. No memory of any of that stuff. So get out of here with all the Super They haven't won in forever. So I, I, don't, like, I don't really agree when people use that to kind of say, oh, Aaron Rodgers is overrated. Give me the quarterback that at least puts me in the title game a bunch. And while he didn't always break through, and he hasn't, he did once. They did go win a Super Bowl. And, by the way, it was with Mike McCarthy. It seems like a long time ago now, but I promise you it's sooner than what the Cowboys did. So, Aaron, um, I just, on a sad day where we have to say goodbye to the uh, the Sooners, 
in, in, in Texas. And it's not official yet. They have to be voted in. Today they gave their notice. Um, but it'll happen sooner rather than later. I just thought we ought to get that NFL news in. The Green Bay Packers will be reunited with Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, right now as we speak, Aaron, you're, we're in separate studios. You can't see what I'm wearing. <laughs> Aaron, by the way, don't ever ask me what I'm wearing. That would be kind of awkward. Uh, Matt, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> no. um, I, uh, uh, I I have an Aaron Rodgers, like, it was a T-shirt I had to go get after I saw, and I don't usually do this, but I was watching a podcast, and Aaron Rodgers was on it. It was that one with the punter from the, what's that guy's name, the punter from the Colts, you know, oh, who's and like I, and very I'm, outspoken, Pat I, McAfee. Pat McAfee, yeah, I watch, I, um, I watch clips of it all the time. I was blanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had a t- he had a tombstone T-shirt, t- tombstone T-shirt that that was like a Val Kilmer, Doc Holliday from Tombstone, and it said "Say When," and I had to go get that one. So I'm kind of wearing my favorite Aaron Rodgers T-shirt right now. Uh, Aaron, it's a very if you saw me right now, you'd be kind of intimidated. It's that kind of T-shirt, <laughs> you know. Say when, okay? You would kind of see me and kind of get the get the eebie-jeebies. All right, uh, lots to talk about. We got a big guest coming up, and we need. To, and he's a he covers the Longhorns for uh, for the Austin American Statesman. But we needed to get that NFL news out. Just a reminder: we'll talk a little bit more about this. Aaron, I think you would agree with this. I mean, this thing's going to happen quickly. This thought that we're going to have an awkward goodbye for about four seasons more <laughs> of of OU and Texas. I mean, people are smoking who believe that. I mean, we'll have. We'll definitely have this season. We'll always have our goodbye tour. Aaron, I don't know. Are you? Have you talked to any of your Longhorn or 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 OU friends? I mean, I I've, I've run into a few. I, they almost feel kind of bad around me. I can tell they're almost kind of like not trying to make eye contact with me. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I, I mean, I, I think they feel sorry for us. I kind of get the same thing, and I don't like that. I really don't. But I think you're absolutely right. I think they play this season, and I don't think there's any chance that they'll be playing in a Big 12 schedule in 2023. Could we go full religious and get – I'd like to get BYU, Notre Dame, Baylor, TCU. I mean, they're kind of – I don't know. They don't really lean into their their church school ties. Um, Wake Forest – I'd like to put together an extremely – Boston College is religious, and that aren't they Catholic? Um, Aaron, help me with that, okay? I'm going to put together a religious conference. Let's get Liberty. <laughs> they're, they're, they're way out there to the right, but uh, get them on in here. Get them on here. They got Falwell Jr. They kicked him out of there. He was into some kinky stuff, so they had to move him on out. All right, Aaron, it is, uh, it is uh, Aaron Sexton – alongside Matt Mosley. Aaron, I kind of like that little weather thing you played. I really prefer that as a breaking news sound. <laughs> I wish we could just play that all the time. I miss our weather guy in Central Texas. You remember that Rusty Rusty Garrett or Absolutely. something? Absolutely. Grew up watching Rusty Garrett. Rusty, if you're listening, would you be our personal weather guy? Just come on once a day and just kind of give us the forecast? I mean, this time of year, there's not much to say. It's just extremely hot. Uh, but if, Rusty, if you're out there, if you'll do that, we would appreciate that. All right, uh, we've got um, Brian Davis, Austin American statesman. The betrayal. 
of the Big 12. We'll discuss it next. Recently on Game Time. Is it important to get a guy named early so you can kind of define your, your offensive football team around your starting quarterback? I think there is some merit to that, and you want to get the right person. And so whatever it takes to do that. So if it could be earlier, you know, in the fall camp piece, um, that'd be great. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. Yeah. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial Sounds lawyers good, with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in yeah, Waco managed okay. by local no attorney problem. Craig Cherry. Uh, Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results, for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weicher with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Oklahoma and Texas officially notified the Big 12 this morning that they will not renew their grants of media rights following the expiration in 2025, according to a joint statement released by both schools. The Houston Texans have initially insisted they would not trade Deshaun Watson, shifted their stance on the quarterback's trade availability earlier this offseason, and have been willing to field offers from interested teams. Currently, the U.S. is in second in the medal count, China leads with 18, the U.S. has 14, and Japan with 13. The Olympics continue today with medal rounds in swimming, shooting, and women's triathlon. Texas Rangers are on their longest losing streak since 1982, 12 straight, and have a much-needed day off before hosting the Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas Aaron do you have me 
I do. Okay. Well, we lost programming there, so I didn't. Uh, I wasn't able to hear when we were finished there. But uh, now waiting, uh, waiting in the wings is uh, Brian Davis and uh, my longtime friend and, and colleague. And uh, Brian, um, you know it's with a heavy heart I talked to you today. Um, <laughs> the Bears uh, are, are scrambling right now and finding out uh, what's going on. But, boy, it, it became very apparent, you know, the, the Big 12 last night. The one thing, uh, Brian, that, uh, Brian Davis from the Austin American Statesman, uh, the one thing that's kind of funny in this whole thing, can you imagine, like, having this happen and then the question Bob Bowlesby and, and the gang's asking is like, hey, when did you all start talking about this? Hey, how did this happen? Like, what of consequence is that now? Like, it's already happened, you know, and I just, um, right. it's, it's, really, it's really too bad. And, and this is one of the times in my mind, I, you know, I like Bob personally, but having sort of a bureaucrat who's more like into serving on subcommittees, um, he just got completely blindsided and duped here, like a lot of people did, uh, including the Aggies. But what was your, what was your thought when you, when you saw the official news today? Well, my, my, when I saw the news today, it was no surprise at all. But uh, I, I, think, I think what you're asking goes back to last week when this first uh, leaked out, uh, you know, in the Chronicle. My very first thought was, I'll be damned, these guys can keep a secret. Because for years and years and years, you know, good luck getting anyone at UT to keep a secret on any, right? Um, that was a that was a real problem for, for the longest time. Uh, but now that you have a chairman of the board in Kevin Eltype, a president in Jay Hartzell, and an athletic director in Chris Delcani, all pushing in the same direction. I mean, look, Matt, if you remember, the Tom Herman, Steve Sarkeesian thing was done in one news cycle, right? That's how fast they had the whole thing wrapped up. Um, Shaka Smart was basically uh, encouraged to look elsewhere, and then bang, the Chris Beard thing happened uh, very quickly. Uh, they like to do things uh, under the radar and make a big splash. Um, they, they couldn't hold on to this thing because the issue is just too big. But, uh, but nonetheless, this thing is way down the road. And it's and it's going to happen. Yeah, and it, it's just it's hard to believe that. Um, it, and the Longhorns got everything they wanted with the the Big Twelve and the Longhorn Network. And and you know, when when you think Brian back to how this thing has looked over the years and everything, I mean, I guess we could. It's easy now to look back and go, well, we should have been, we should have seen this coming, and that's what we always say. Oh, there were rumblings, right. or we should have seen this coming, and that kind of thing. But, but, boy, for the Aggies, and now, by the way, I'm hearing, and you're probably hearing the same thing, the Aggies are probably going to just go ahead, and it'll be, uh, uh, they're not going to vote no. I don't think they have much to gain. They know how to count votes. So it's going to be, it'll end up being a unanimous vote. But uh, the, it, it's, just, it's just fascinating to watch it all come together. And I guess before we even talk about what happens to the leftovers, what's your take on, like what this will do for Texas. I mean, you're a Texas grad, but you're very close to the situation because you cover this team and everything. Knowing with the new basketball arena, all the things that are happening there, do you think this is ultimately a great thing for the University of Texas? Do you think five years from now they could end up regretting this? How do you? How how does this hit you in in that area? Well, I, I tell you, the one thing that I have long thought is that. Um, 
I think the conversation is different if uh, if they were better in football. You know, if Texas was the team that had won six straight Big 12 titles and not Oklahoma, I think the Longhorns would be sitting here going, you know, we, we rule the roost. We got everything is totally fine, right? But the but the fact is is that they are losing recruits to SEC schools, including Texas A and M. They see that Texas A and M is getting fifteen, you know, ten to fifteen million more than they got uh, through their television contract. They don't like that, and I think in this era of twelve team playoffs, name, image, and likeness, transfer portal, and all that. Um, I think Texas just feels like, look, if we're going to do something, we got to move to the most sort of prestigious athletic conference there is, and, and that's the SEC. As, as much as I love the Big 12, you know, the SEC is number one. Um, maybe that's all driven by Alabama. Maybe that all changes when Nick Saban retires. I don't know, but um, but that's that's where things are right now. And clearly, TV has already voted. TV voted to back the SEC years ago. That's not going to change. And Texas wants to be a part of it. Yeah, they do want to be a part of it. Brian Davis, the uh, Austin American Statesman, joining us, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. You made a comment. You you thought maybe Oklahoma State. You didn't know why Oklahoma State and Tech weren't maybe driving this bus of the leftovers right now. Sure. Um, I don't think we know. Who's driving it? I mean, it may be each individual school out having its own conversations while trying to show some solidarity with each other. Um, If you were going to look at uh, the school so close to my heart, my alma mater, Baylor, like what is the what's the best outcome you could see for, let's say, Baylor, TCU and Texas Tech? I mean, I I I think in my mind, the best outcome would be staying in an entity called the Big 12 and adding more teams. Um, because, look, I, I saw the report I saw the report in The Athletic that said that, you know, oh, these other eight schools could be soaked up by the AAC. And, I, and I'm just thinking, that's the last thing that Baylor, TCU, and Tech should want. They should not want to be affiliated with a quote-unquote group of five league. You don't want that. You're already a Power Five conference. You already have autonomy. You've got uh, a bunch of NCAA tournament shares that you're sitting on from from how well a basketball has done across the board. I mean, you've got you've got some bullets in your gun. So why not maybe talk about hey, let's go get the Arizona schools. Let's go get Utah. Let's go get Colorado. Because look, Matt, as you and I both know, before last Wednesday people would have made the argument that the Pac-12 was the weakest among the Power Five, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't know that anything's changed on that front. And if we are going to four uh, super 16-team super conferences, right, if I'm the Big 12, I think about going down that path and keeping these eight together um, that, that are still intact. Uh, yeah, that may be the only way to do it. Although what's going to happen is if Iowa State could somehow catch on with the Big Ten, they're going to jump on it, and and all and this thing will splinter in a heartbeat. And you know that's what OU and Texas want to happen. I mean, we both agree Absolutely. that that um, OU and Texas are saying, hey, we're going to honor this thing. 
Can you imagine how miserable if somehow these schools kept playing for like four years? So <laughs> in in my mind, it, it maybe one this coming season, and that's it. I mean, that's what A and M did. They had the one final season. And then that was it. And of course, they don't want to pay the seventy-five million, so they're hoping um, the Big Twelve will splinter. And they've done a good job at that. I mean, do you? Is there any way to fire? I mean, it sounds so harsh, but could could you could you replace Bowlesby during all this and get somebody in here that's like more proactive? Is that doable, well, or do you have to kind of ride this thing out with this guy? Because I again, I like him personally. But he's not the right guy for for chaos and what's happening right now. <laughs> well, I, I think the reason why we're saying that is because he was caught off guard. Obviously, um, you know anybody who comes to the conference media days and says that you know he doesn't think about realignment and this stuff doesn't keep me up at night. I mean, that's clearly someone who's caught who was caught off guard, right? Um, does that make him a bad commissioner? I, I don't think so. No, I, I, I go back to, I think it's more a credit to Texas keeping this thing super, super secret. But, but all that said, every conference commissioner should be thinking about realignment and, and what the future is going to look like, especially after you went to those, you went to the league meetings earlier this spring and were told by ESPN and Fox Hey, we don't have any interest in uh, extending your your negotiate your, extending your TV rights right now, or paying you more money. That to me should have been the red herring. That hey, uh, this this is uh, this is messed up, and this is not uh, this is not copacetic. Everyone's not copacetic right now. But um, you know, at the end of his time, Dan Beebe, fair or not, was a punching bag for everyone. You know, he had to take all of the hits whether it was fair, justified, or not. Um, Bob Bowlesby has done far, far more in college athletics than Dan Beebe did, um, and he's gotten the Big 12 to a far better place uh, than the league was 10 years ago. So I'm, I, I, I agree. With, I, understand, I understand what you're saying about the sentiment, but you know, it's not like the Big 12 has, is shooting blanks either. Yeah, it feels like blanks to me. I'm ready to bring back Chuck Ninus. Is he? Is he? Is Chuck about 97 <laughs> right now? Why well, stop this? Get Steve Hatchell. I saw him roaming around media day. Steve Hatchell, Britton Banowski, <laughs> all these people. Bring them all back. Put the SWC back together. Uh, did you like my theory that Texas this move was made because they uh, uh, they wanted to duck? No more. They did not want to face Scott Drew anymore. Do you like that angle? <laughs> I, I prefer <laughs> I prefer to think of the angle of uh, Texas just had to get back to playing Kim Mulkey, you know, because that worked out <laughs> so well for all these years. You know, let's go find Kim Mulkey and give her some more and take some more grief from her. That's what that's what I. Think. Poor old Vic. Vic. Vic was like, "Okay, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna run this conference." And now he's got to go. He's got to go face Kim. <laughs> this is gonna be uh, really uh, interesting. Well, that that is a little sad though, because I thought uh, we, Beard versus Drew, especially with him being in Austin, and it sounds like he's bringing in you know, all these transfers. Uh, that was. Uh, but what it'll be, we'll get one awkward goodbye this season, and we'll see if the Big Twelve can somehow hold together. 
Brian, I appreciate it. I just hope I hope you'll hold a thought for us, man. Y'all, y'all are gonna go on. You're gonna love all these trips. You're gonna be in Starkville, and you'll be at the uh, what do they call that? The Grove at Ole Miss. Just Grove. try to rem- try to remember us in Waco. Is all I'm asking. Listen, when I visit that Waffle House in Athens, Georgia, and when I go to the Waffle House in Stark Vegas, and the Waffle House in Nashville, and even the Waffle House in Columbia, Missouri, I'm gonna think of thought and. That good old Baylor line. How much we miss? <laughs> the good, good old Baylor line. All right, Brian, we appreciate it, okay? Get back to tweeting. You bet. Okay. You bet. There he goes. Brian Davis, Austin American statesman. He's been all over this thing, covering this thing. Um, for uh, and, and I would say, Aaron, that's a uh, – I mean, it's it just – it's – it's done, and I and I think the more I think about this, and the more I kind of uh, look at what I think is going to go on here, um, it is. Uh, I think the Aggies. I think it's going to be Aaron a full vote, a full. I, I think it's going to be unanimous. And the Aggies, while they're angry, and they have a right to be, they felt duped. They were not let in on these things at all, and they finally kind of help break this thing at the very end, they'll try to use whatever leverage they've gained somewhere else. But, uh, Aaron, I just want to warn you, I do think a 14-0, a 14-0 vote is coming, okay? I just wanted to let you know that. I 100% agree. They're to the point where they know they can't stop it, so they might as well just go along to get along, so to speak, and vote yes with the rest of the conference. That way there's no bad blood, maybe. I just, I tell you, it, it's uh, all, all of it is, I, I, you know, creating bad blood and, and just uh, sadness for all of us. I didn't want today uh, to end, Aaron, by reminding you to get out to Heritage Creamery. Now, of course, that South 8th Street, 1125 South 8th Street, right over there on the Baylor campus, that's an awesome one, right over by Common Grounds. And then the new location out on Woodway Drive, it's 13701 Woodway Drive, just up the hill from the Midway ISD building. Now, you were a Waco High kid who then transferred to Robinson. Aaron, did you ever make it on the, the hallowed campus of Midway? Have you ever have they ever allowed you on that campus, or did they not let you out there? I called a few Waco High football games with our very own Tom Barfield in that stadium. Ooh, right there in, in the, Midway. In the old okay. stadium, excuse me. Not the new yeah. one. Yeah, okay. Well, heritagecreamery.com is where you find that. Established in 2016, Heritage Creamery, an independently owned, operated ice cream shop. They are proud to be grown here in Waco. The mission to provide locally responsibly sourced delicious frozen treats for the central Texas community. Soon I will be in town for their grand opening. Aaron, we need to get you out of studio, get you on the road, get you in front of people. All right, Aaron, are you fully vaccinated? I am. <laughs> okay. Ready, to you didn't have, Ready to go. Ready to go. I want you to. It's going to be at the radio <laughs> station. It's going to be like the NFL. We're going to. We, people have to wear the wristbands, the yellow wristband, the unvaccinated. Have you noticed that? The NFL is yeah. doing that. <laughs> it's like the scarlet letter or something. All right, Tom Barfield is waiting in the wings. I mean, any minute now, Aaron, you'll look up and he's going to barge through that door and he'll be ready to do He's got a lot on his mind today. Um, game time is next. Oh, I think I heard the door. We'll see you tomorrow. 
John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. (laughs) But uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it, and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm 